0: This is uh, Rudy Giuliani uh, with The Rudy Giuliani Show, and welcome to all of you today. It's uh, going to be a big day. Every day is a big day. <laughs> I, you know, if I spent my time uh, knocking down all the false things said about me, I would spend my entire show doing that. So I, I may touch on one today. I may not. We'll see. But the, uh, the thing that I really think uh, was the shocker yesterday was seeing Mitch McConnell Completely frees up. Now, I have told you for two or three years, I would imagine the first time was the podcast that I did in 2020. And I'm going to say it was August of 2020. Could have been September. So that would be a full three years ago with two doctors. And the doctors proclaimed how serious uh, Biden's uh, dementia was. Or or to be fair, one doctor called it uh, middle- range or early to middle range dementia. And the other one said it might be that, but it was moving quickly. Now that was three years ago. Now you go back and look at three years ago and you look at dopey today and uh, the guy is gone. I predicted then from talking to them that what you saw happen to McConnell yesterday will happen to Biden. It's inevitable. That's what happens if you don't die. With dementia. You do not get better from dementia. You get worse. The only question is how fast do you get worse? And how fast do you lose basically all brain function or what we would regard as brain function? It always happens unless a heart attack comes along or you fall and you hurt yourself or. And just layman's observation of Biden most of the time he doesn't know what direction he's going in so there will there will come a time when they walk up to him and he stands there like a frozen stiff with a brain that's inoperable uh, not operating now his came back kinda didn't look real sharp even when he was walking out that's a, that's the majority leader of the senate do you know the damage that does to us all over the world when people see that the majority leader of our Senate, uh, of our Senate uh, we're just never going to know when, he, when he's out of it, when it's boof, <laughs> no brain left? Now, magnify that to they all know our president is demented. The only ones who don't admit it is the Washington press. And the whole world knows he is. Half of them make fun of him all the time. They have television shows in foreign countries making fun of this guy. To them, it's a joke. To us, it's a tragedy. That's the guy who decides if we go to war or not. That's the guy who decides he's going to defend us or not. And if he doesn't defend us, who knows if we don't get destroyed? That's the guy that doesn't seem to want to answer questions about the most significant allegations of corruption ever made against the President of the United States and the most supported allegations of corruption. They're no longer allegations. They're allegations supported by massive Corroboration. Numerous witnesses, each independent of each other, saying he's a crook and got bribes. Numerous uh, emails, texts, statements by himself, videos. Now the most recent, 5,400 emails with the president using a false phony name. And, uh, and we have the usual, I don't know what to call them in Washington. They are equally as corrupt as he is, the ones covering them up, them up, and they are equally traitors to the United States of America. To allow the United States of America to be in the hands of a man who has a declining, quickly declining brain means you're a traitor to this country. Your love of this country should always come first. And whether you're his secretary of state, secretary of defense, even his wife, you got to say, Joe, you can't do this to the country. Half the time, you don't know where the hell you are. They had an idiot on Newsmax before that says that everybody in the White House says he's functioning normally. Everybody in the White House is a goddamn liar, is a damn liar, excuse me. You know that. And, and and when you have a crook at the top, you can have a lot of crooks in the White House. When you have an idiot moron at the top, you can have a lot of idiot morons in the White House. That's how they make decisions, like take the troops out before the civilians, when a child would understand the civilians are going to get killed. And it's coming back to haunt them now because the families are basically not mincing any words. They're not the press trying to protect them basically say Joe Biden got our kids killed. He did. If Ukraine were ever able to think it's way clear, all the screwing around they did to get Biden elected came back to haunt them. I don't know. How many many Ukrainians have died in the war? Can we find out the number? It's in the hundreds of thousands, right? And I guess the number is also somewhat suspicious because – both the, both the Russians and the Ukrainians, and you understand this, and be, I'm not being super critical here, I'm just being realistic, probably downplay the numbers, and the right number is probably somewhere between the Ukrainian and the Russian number. But let's get whatever number exists right now for how many died. The point is, there's no question the Ukrainians wanted him elected. Zelensky covered this all up. Now, remember, when you're dealing with Zelensky, will you please not do a Roosevelt you know what that means? Uh, Churchill told Roosevelt, uh, 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 Franklin, stop the crap with uh, with Stalin. Uncle Joe really is not Uncle Joe. He, you know, he's murdered as many or more people than Hitler. And he was Hitler's ally for a long time. He had no problem being aligned with Hitler. It was in his interest. He's no better than Hitler. He's no worse than Hitler. He's Hitler. And Uncle Joe had a nice little rosy... I mean, Uncle Joe was, uh, oh, I can control him. I can control him. At the time, Roosevelt couldn't even control himself. His mind was going, and he was surrounded by a bunch of communists. And hence, we got a Cold War out of that. We got a Cold War because we had a non-functioning president surrounded by a bunch of traitors. Who knows what we'll get out of this? Who knows what they're going to do to us? People look at the decisions he makes. And they say this is really stupid and really against the interests of the United States. We went over the Bagram Air Base one, found a really good article written about it at the time that ripped them all apart by a Democrat. Basically, it's easy, right? He gave away a base 400 miles from China. I can't even say it. He gave away an air base 400 miles from China. And where somebody's going to defend how that was anything but a, uh, being a traitor to the United States either on purpose or not. But let's remember, somebody else makes the decisions. So who the hell let him do that, Obama? they, they got to be more traitors than just him because he can't do things. So how many died? You got it? The
1: The U.S. estimates over half
0: a million. So 500,000 people, I guarantee you this, and I don't think you're going to dispute me on this. 500,000 people would be alive today if Donald Trump were elected and not Joe Biden. So anybody who fixed that election brought mass murder about. And let's not get to the votes yet. Let's talk about covering up the hard drive. Those fifty-one prostitutes that used to have careers as intelligence agents, and I think we somebody should do a study of just how often they misled the United States as intelligence agents, and just how many of them had self-interest in doing that, because I, you don't turn out to be a lying, a lying uh, weasel at the end of your life, and you weren't a lying weasel all your life. I mean, these are the people that make their way up the bureaucratic chain by kissing whatever is available to kiss. And uh, they, they don't make it up based on performance. You know there are generals like that, right? I mean, the, the stars on the shoulder do not necessarily indicate anything other than they got appointed by the president. Uh, the, 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 the story of that can be a story of massive heroism and dedication. It can be a story of normal heroism and dedication. And it can be a story of complete corruption and manipulation of a bureaucracy that has elements of corruption so this is a, a, a terrible time that we're in and we have got to we have got to rid ourselves of the uh, fog of propaganda and manipulation that um, that the establishment has put over put over our eyes You've got to start using common sense. It is common sense that there is something seriously wrong with a president who gives away an air base 400 miles from our worst enemy. It raises a a, a completely uh, valid conclusion that he's doing something seriously wrong. And the only question is, what's the motive? And then we can add to that Letting fentanyl come in, we can add to that. Leaving the border open, we can add to that. Um, taking out the troops before the civilians, so everybody got killed. We can add to that for the first time, not uh, rescuing the people that we owed uh, a lot to. He's the first president to left to have left people behind. Not even seem to bother about it. And the book coming out now apparently says that he's an arrogant. He's an, he's an arrogant nitwit. He thinks he knows everything. And the tragedy about that is he probably is one of our most intellectually deficient presidents ever. But he's got this, 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 this idea that he's smarter than everyone else, which is obviously covering up for a guy that from the time he was five years old was the dumbest kid on the block. That's what I'm told. I mean, I'm told by people who know him. This is always the dumbest guy in class. First thing I was told by his friend was Joe was the dumbest guy in all law school class. First thing John McCain told me about the Senate when I wanted to run, I said, oh, I'm not sure. He said, oh, my God, you'd be terrific here. You'd be the smartest guy here if you came in. I said, oh, come on, get out of here. There are a hundred people here. I said, well, maybe you wouldn't be the smartest. You're one of the five smartest. I said, it's not that bad. He said, oh, OK, they're not all as stupid as Biden, but it is pretty bad. That's from John McCain, his friend. I mean, everybody, people, people would humor him and pretend, you know, he was sort of okay guy, but we all knew he was dreadfully dumb. Uh, The only thing I, the only thing I get challenged on that is for a guy that dumb, how the hell did he make 50 million? Well, we know how he did it by selling his soul. We'll be back right after this break. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Rudy Giuliani show. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani show? You know, I was talking to Ted the other day who uh, who 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 just uh, announced uh, without any provocation that if he had children he would homeschool. And I'm going to give you a couple of exa- at least a good example of why Ted is right. In uh, in the state of Colorado, which is now a uh, left-wing bastion, not quite the communist state of California or and maybe retrievable this election cycle, we'll see. But their school system is as screwed up as like Virginia, Northern Virginia and places like. They don't teach anymore. They don't teach. They teach Marxist, silly, uh, stupid, ignorant, false. You know, two and two doesn't equal four because that's racist. Stuff like that. Well, this 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 young man, J- uh, Jaden Rodriguez was wearing a jacket to school that had on the back of it, I believe, a symbol of the Gadsden flag, which is the one that has the uh, serpent, and it says, don't tread on me. And uh, one of the ignorant uh, teachers, a member of the Communist Teachers Union, I'm sure, uh, had the kid expelled because that was a symbol of slavery. Well, I mean, they were so anxious to expel the kid, um, that they never bothered to even. Uh, I mean, first of all, they, were, it, it, they obviously don't know history. There, they they do sixteen nineteen, which is the opposite of history. It's like history written by the Ministry of Truth in nineteen eighty four, the 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 movie and the and the uh, novel nineteen eighty four. The, the Ministry of Truth. They actually were the Ministry of Disinformation, but they used to call themselves the Ministry of Truth. So, uh, just a simple little which I just did right now, a little check on Google. Before you throw the kid out, maybe you check if, wh- exactly what this flag is if you don't know. Well, the flag goes back to the Revolutionary War, morons. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was developed by a gentleman named Christopher Gadsden, a South Carolina delegate of the Con- Constitutional Congress, but they probably don't even know what that is because the country was actually founded in 1619. Uh, as a as a as the first slave country in the history of the world, uh, this is I mean this is the kind of crap that the New York Times uh, uh, people get uh, Pulitzer prizes for. He was a brigadier general in the Continental Army, and the flag was dedicated in 1775 during the Revolution, and, and uh, he gave it out and it was used on some of the uh, vessels that that fought in the Revolution uh it was used for some of the uh, 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 units that fought and it had the defiant uh, spirit of a, of a of a of a of a free people that were not going to be uh governed and, and and dictated to by others you know taxation without representation is tyranny and these people were individualists and they had a great respect for individual liberty something that the biden administration has trashed more than any American presidency ever, ever, ever. We haven't had this level of of, uh, of lack of constitutional protections since we were under Henry, 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 uh, under Henry VIII, I was going to say, George III. Can't, you can't forget George III if you watched Hamilton, right? Uh, so this is the level of education we had. This happens all over. I pick it as one example. It happens all over. The the 12-year-old is right about history, and the the teacher's a half-wit. And the teacher probably is filled up with so much woke garbage, communist garbage, that doesn't have time to be a teacher, doesn't have time to learn, doesn't have time to read actual real books written by real people, probably doesn't have the attention span to do it. There's no organization that's done more damage to our children than the teachers' union and on purpose. Because from the very beginning, it's been a Marxist organization. The I, I contended this when I was mayor. most important person in the school was the teachers' union representative, just like the most important place in an organization is the Communist Party agent. Remember the Hunt of the Red October? We'll be back shortly. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani Good afternoon, this is Rudy Giuliani and you're back on the Rudy uh, Giuliani Show Let me bring you up to date on a couple of things Some of these are carryovers from yesterday Some of them are today Some are a combination of both We know that the judge Judge Tanya Shutkin uh, Shatkin Shutkin who wants Trump to be tried in like just a few months although he's got to go through 26 million Documents? Some ridiculous amount like that. Uh, Professor Dershowitz the other night and his lawyer, John Laurel, on a different show, were doing a calculation that it would take, if they did something like 25,000 documents a night, it would take a year and a half to read all the documents. And then, of course, the non-lawyer phony said, well, you don't have to read all the documents. (laughs) Well, there are a lot of lawyers that don't read all the documents. They're the ones who don't get disbarred, I guess. I used to read all the documents. Professor Dershowitz is right. If you're the principal lawyer and you're going to argue the case, you're going to get up in front of the jury and make the summation, and you're going to do the principal cross-examination, doesn't do any good if it's in somebody else's head. They don't have the time to come over and tell you in the middle of a cross-examination what you need to know to catch the witness in a lie. And damn it, I was really good at that. You go back and check a newspaper article when I was a baby and I got a congressman to admit He was a criminal on a witness stand. Give me a chance to do that with Biden. You give me one day with Biden on a witness stand, well, I'm not sure he has the intellectual capacity to do it. I'd like to have done it like 10 years ago because blowhards are the best people to cross-examine. In fact, the best people to cross-examine are politicians. I had my most success examining politicians. Why? Because they lie all the time. And when you're on the witness stand and I got the proof of the lie, like he says, he didn't say it. Like when Cohen, Michael Cohen says, "I never asked for a job in the White House." You know, you're under oath, Mister Cohen. You can go to jail if you say that. And I'm Benny Thompson, and I'll put you in jail if you do. I never asked for a job in the White House. And then the next thing I do, is I put up on the screen him talking to Chris Cuomo two days after the election. Oh, I wanted to be chief of staff in the White House. You think you think I blow him out of the out of the courtroom with that? And phony Benny Thompson too. Hmm. They, when when they have to face the truth and they can't wiggle out and there isn't the New York Times there to lie for them, they're finished. Absolutely finished. That's why I would love the opportunity to cross-examine Joe Biden. It would be an honor to expose the biggest criminal in American political history. Well, I did expose him, actually. It is absolutely true. Completely defensible. I probably shouldn't remind them of it because this is why they lie about me. This is why every day they put in something defamatory, lying, distorted. If it wasn't for me, nobody would know about Joe Biden. And it took a hell of a lot to get people to cover it. You think the New York Post, I mean, the New York Post today is, is like beating its chest about how if it wasn't for them, wouldn't know about the hard drive. It took me a week to convince them to do it. I mean, uh, a couple of them still haven't recovered. They're still in the bathroom. Lucky they had a couple of people like Miranda and Levine. And, and uh, the lady who went off to I can't remember her name. She's fabulous. I'll, I'm going to get all the names that deserve credit because it was not the suit. <laughs> Believe me, the Wall Street Journal, their confreres in Newsmax were afraid of it. They were afraid of it. They're the ones that are now trying to destroy Trump. Uh, if if we're up for, if, if if we're up to the Wall Street Journal, we would never know about the hard drive. Remember that. If 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 it was up to almost any of them, you wouldn't know about it. It was me, Costello, John Mac Isaacs, five six people at the New York Post who are heroes beyond mention. Uh, 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 um, um, uh Bannon, and there are a couple other people I should mention. I'll get I'll get the list because I don't want to leave anybody out. That deserves the credit for having made an extraordinarily important decision in American history. But had that not come out, you wouldn't have known about it. Plus, had I not revealed the original allegations that other people attempted it, you wouldn't have known about the Ukrainian situation. I'm the one who brought that out, and I gave it originally to Hannity, and then to John Solomon, which was completely ignored by a very deceptive piece done by Kilmeade, which also was quite amateurish and childish because it didn't ask any of the key questions, he would not have made a good assistant U.S. attorney. He didn't ask Shokin critical questions. like Shokin can mirror every one of the conversations with Biden if the person asking him had had uh, sort of an uh, adult uh, attention deficit, uh, attention uh, uh, f- uh, function rather than attention deficit disorder, meaning that when, Por- when Biden would call Poroshenko, he would come in and tell Shokin about it, uh, one of the things that you corroborate Shokin with is Shokin didn't know those conversations were recorded. Years later, OAN got the recordings. And, and Shokin was right almost to the word. Uh, so to say that Shokin's not telling the truth, you go to a trial, you're going to get yourself knocked in the teeth with that one. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Paula in New Jersey.
2: Uh, good afternoon, Mayor. Um, I, I have a question. Sure. Um, I, I believe that the American public is still concerned about a secure election. We think still think it's a big deal, in the United States. And here's my question. My question is, can the automatic signature verification system that is supposed to be set up for 2024, based on 2020, can it tell the difference between a consented to or authorized auto pen signature versus a non-consented to, non-authorized auto pen signature? I say this because uh, former President Barack Obama signed legislation, uh, an extension of the Patriot Act, Patriarch Act, in 2011, using an auto pen. And the auto pen has been used extensively.
0: It can't, and- it can't be. In most uh, places, under most laws, an auto pen cannot be used for an absentee ballot. It's an invalid ballot. It has to be an actual pen or pencil. And if you can detect an auto pen, you can disqualify the ballot. That's why they never let us do a forensic examination. Now, I can't tell you how many were the, the uh, Trump campaign was never allowed to see a single piece of paper in Georgia, in Pennsylvania, in Michigan, in, in the five states where the elections all turned around very, very suspiciously. It's probably the key reason why you have to be a dope not to realize that they were screwing around with the election. Uh, And this whole thing where they put the Republican um, uh, uh, poll watchers behind fences 20 to 30 feet away from where the ballots were being counted, like they were cows, and got quite physical about it, not in one place, but in five different places, is because they didn't want you to see the paper. They, They didn't just come up with that idea for fun, that they wanted to stick them behind barriers which never had done before and they didn't do it because of covid because it was a what a 10-foot rule with covid right these people are 100 feet away 200 feet away 10 feet away you might be able to see it so they used covid but they went way beyond covid what they were doing is they knew they were they knew that they were going to have to feed in phony ballots big time and they had to make sure that the republicans weren't there the reason why uh, these two women that they say I admitted liability to, I did not. The reason why these two women did what they did and threw the public out is so that they could count those ballots very, very quickly so nobody could look and see were some of those ballots pristine and therefore never folded. One way to find out that an absentee ballot is phony is you got, you got to see uh, creases in it because it has to be put in an envelope. They wouldn't let us do that. All of that was hidden. Now, I'll give you a, a guy that's really a bad guy, and that's the governor of Georgia. I don't know if anybody noticed it, but today, he got all annoyed that people are asking him to discipline Fannie, Fannie Willis. I mean, there can't be a Republican in Georgia that doesn't want Fannie Willis thrown out of office. Among other things, she's a, a kind of a Soros-type prosecutor. She's got people getting killed down there left and right. He defended her today because he's on the same side. And so was that AG that we're talking about. The AG had a whole report of the irregularities in the election, and he covered it up, and the New York Times will never tell you that. Just because Kemp and uh, Rapsenberg are Republicans, gee, not all all Republicans are honest either. (laughs) Those guys did everything they could to screw up that election, including the deals they made beforehand. So they'd get elected. They didn't give a damn for anyone else. Now, why Republicans reelected Kemp? I don't get. Isn't is the brightest guy in the in the farmhouse anyway? Uh, let's go with uh, let's go with Sal in Staten Island. That that uh, M- Maliata- Congresswoman Malia my good friend, says they're starting that secession thing again. I thought I would beat that back. Hello, Rudy. Hey, Sal. How are you? I'm good.
1: I'm glad to hear it. I pray for you
0: and oh, your family you. every
1: day. It must work because I'm Trump. doing well. President Trump, Do you, you think for- you
0: think these guys are going to get me down? Come on, they're, they're they're a bunch of bums. They're a bunch of useless, lying bums. Not gonna if I get defeated, I'm going to get defeated by good people, not a bunch of lying, creepy, criminal bums.
1: Rudy, I think they're trying to kill you and Trump. And uh, Sergeant Perry off with, you know, Trump is 77, you're 78, you're both strong, but how much mierder did, did they expect? Did they going to force feed you? And by the way, G.I. Gino Jersey Jack back in Hackensack, just a fact check. His wheelchair shut down and he had to call an ambulance to get him up the hill to the hospital. I understand he's going to be discharged sometime today. Oh, give him I my best. Let you know. I'll let you know, Joe Rudy.
0: Oh, you let me know. You let me know tomorrow, okay?
1: Thirteen billion dollars for illegal invaders, but not a cent for American veterans to establish a city-run retirement home for American veterans in New York City, the major American city, the only major American city that doesn't have one, richest city in the world. Just and and how
0: small. many of the, how many of those migrants uh, come in uh, uh, thanks to ISIS now? Huh? You know the answer Absolutely. to it? We yes, don't know. Rudy. The answer to it is our traitorous government doesn't know. They don't know. Because they don't check. And if you don't check, what do terrorist groups do? They send the maximum number of people in. Uh, only to be exceeded by the ones selling fentanyl and killing our people off at record levels, which Biden doesn't give a damn about. You know how many people Biden has had killed? I keep, keep using uh, Ukraine as the example. People in Ukraine would be alive if the Democrats didn't fix the election. And I'm talking about the hard drive now, not just the votes. Why do you think Kemp doesn't want Fannie Willis removed? <laughs> I don't know. You think about it a bit. We'll eventually have plenty on that. Let's go to uh, Let's go to Bill in uh, in Newark, New Jersey. <laughs>
1: hey, Mr. Mayor. Thank you for taking my call. It's an honor to speak with you. It's
0: an honor to speak to you, Bill.
1: Appreciate that. Um- I have a question, but first I just wanted to say anyone with half a brain can knows that these uh, indictments against you are are just you know completely false. Thank you. Um, it's not they like are. something you know where it's true, like where you had sex and married your cousin. Yeah, <laughs> but did I deny that? <laughs> I
0: tell the truth. If I did something wrong, I I tell the truth. That wasn't wrong. I got the proper dispensation for it. I should mention my second cousin once removed, and it was fifty years ago. But you want me to you want me to tell the truth about it? The truth is, what you're saying, although slightly distorted by making it now much closer than it was, is true.
1: Well, is it? I mean, and,
0: now, and now you can get off the phone because you're a ja- complete jackass. But but the reality is. I'm not a perfect person. I'm just not a criminal. I'm very far from a criminal. I don't like criminals. And I've been probably the most successful person alive in catching criminals. And I'll be damned if I'm going to let them, my memory, be what they're trying to do. Uh, because they're a bunch of criminals. Except they have the protection of the establishment. And the Bar Association. And uh, what the Bar Association is trying to do to me is outrageous. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. The Bar Association should be worried about the fact that people that, that – that, that, uh, Trump and people that, that feel that Trump is right who have, a, who have an absolute right to feel that way can't get lawyers because the legal profession has been completely uh, uh, destroyed in terms of um, honoring constitutional rights. The, the, the poor guy that was in jail for four days couldn't get a lawyer. That wasn't just because he couldn't afford one. He couldn't get one. That's Russia, babes, not the U.S. We'll be back right after the break. Rudy Giuliani.
1: And now it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. (laughs) Mayor's final thoughts.
0: This is Rudy Giuliani, and I'm back again. And uh, we have now uh, the Mayor's Final Thoughts, which are uh, sponsored by Tunnels to Towers, T2T.org. And uh, the, 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 the reality is that this is the organization that, uh, more than any other, is right there for our men and women in uniform when, God forbid, they lose their lives because they're there for their families, and for them when they become catastrophically injured. And they're there to build smart homes for them. And they're there to take care of the mortgage. And you want to be part of that. $11 a month, T2T.org. T, the number 2T, dot org. Uh, So um, let's see. uh, Let's see what Jimmy has to say today.
1: Mr. Mayor, the, the... Very reason that you're proud of your work, the very reason we love you, is the very reason the communists, the liberals hate you. Listen, I did a very, I believe, very important interview the other day and it should be up today, maybe now, maybe later today, on a website. So I'd like you to hear it. It's one hour sure. interview. It's uh J. R. Nyquist. That's N as Nancy Y Q U I S as in Sally. T. J. R. Nyquist. Dot blog. N. Y. Q. U. I. S. T. J. R. Nyquist. Dot blog. It should be up Thursday, August thirty first today. If not now, later tonight. i will no, try to listen I, to
0: it. I'll try to listen to it before my eight o'clock show.
1: Oh, I, it's very important stuff. This is why I think I should be interviewed. If we could do it with Cats the Matitis Okay. And everybody else. Now, the other website, Key Wiki, KeyWiki, K E Y. Yeah, I looked at it.
0: I looked at it. It's very good.
1: Yeah, you can look up your congressman, your senator, look up Council for Livable World, Institute yep, for I did. Policy Studies. Osama bin Laden's mentor was a Soviet agent named Ayman al-Zawahiri. Obama's mentor was a communist thought to be a Soviet agent named Frank Marshall Davis. You could go up and down the line behind all of these powerful people who are doing damage. They all have Communist Party, KGB, or KGB. And how about Biden?
0: Did Biden have any training like that? He was so dumb. Why
1: would they focus on him? Because they needed somebody dumb who they could guide, <laughs> and they got him in office in a Sorry state where it's easy to get elected. Biden was put in office by a group founded by a Soviet I know, agent. I
0: know, I I saw, I saw that, and you've you've, you've described that. And the only thing I wonder: communists are smart. It, what what they pick that? I mean, I met this guy when he was a young man. I met him back in 1981, and I am not exaggerating this, Jim. I'm not exaggerating it. He truly is one of the dumbest people I know. I have no idea how he even made that money. He is really dopey. You have very few friends, I imagine, if you do. I'm I'm not talking about being in politics, just people you know generally. You come across very few people in the world that are as dense as he is. Uh, How he he ever got where he is. Total phony. What he he must have learned, like... When someone loses uh, one limb, the other one gets stronger. I think he learned how to manipulate. You know, he, he was the dumbest kid in the block, dumbest kid in school all the time. And I think he learned how to phony his way through. But, and we got stuck with him. Would you agree with me that he's probably cost more American lives than any American president short of, you know, wars?
1: Yes, yes, definitely. No doubt about it. But it's not just Biden. It's the whole movement that put him in, the FBI, the CIA, the media. Yeah, 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 yeah. a movement. He's just the ugly face of it. But there's a whole movement behind him. You get rid of Biden, the problem is still there.
0: No, absolutely. Because if you think about it, right, I think we're pretty sure he doesn't make many decisions. So somebody else is making or at least affirming these stupid decisions. You can't put it—I mean, I don't mean to take responsibility, but you can't—some These some of these decisions are too complicated for him to make. And now I'm not even talking about just his being stupid. I'm talking about his dementia situation. So somebody—like, people say, well, who's making the decisions? I think everybody knows he's not. It, ultimately, it's Obama, Right.
1: Council for a Livable World, which is connected to the Institute for Policy Studies, KGB Front Group, okay. immensely powerful and influential. God in bless big you.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll set up that interview for sure. And I'll listen to that tonight. OK, God bless you, my friend. Uh, we got we got to prevail. God bless you and God bless the United States of America.